0: Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today we're talking about math. Math is one of the last areas that a child in the Montessori primary classroom, the classroom for children aged two and a half to six, it's one of the last areas that we'd get to. And typically, as as a general rule of thumb, we say that we wait until a child's about four or four and a half Which, if we're really following the child, if we're giving a child what they need when they need it, then we might give a child the beginnings of math before they're four. Maybe three, they're showing readiness for math. Or just because it's your fourth birthday doesn't mean we're starting math today. Math is especially one of those areas where if we wait until a child is ready, whether that's earlier or later, than we might anticipate then we're going to see more signs of success, more comfort, more confidence in this area. And if we push things arbitrarily, we're going to see a bit more frustration, a bit more tentativeness to approaching math, and that's how some of us end up with that that baggage of, oh, I'm just not good at math or I'm scared of math or I don't like math. We use math all day. We use math every day. All those times where we make jokes about how many times have I used algebra. Well, we use algebra all the time. Anytime we're solving for X, we're doing uh, grocery shopping and there are eight buns in a box of uh, hot dog buns and we're having 48 people. How many bags do we need to get? That's algebra. We use algebra all the time. We make jokes about how useful is algebra going to be? How useful is math analysis going to be? But we really use it more than we think we will without even thinking about it. And so because math is this lifelong skill that children will use every day we want children to be comfortable with it, and that comfort starts by not feeling pressure to start math too soon. There's a lot of skills that we want children to have under their belts before they come to the math area. It's not uncommon for children to start in a Montessori classroom knowing letters and numbers. Uh, numbers are something that are easy to teach at home um, and we often feel like it's something that it's really important for children to know how to count. But knowing your numbers is not necessarily the same as knowing how to count. We see this frequently when children know one, two, seven, fifteen, three, seven, for 10. It's 10. (laughs) They might not count in the right order, but they know that you're supposed to say a bunch of things, and then you say 10, and anything, the answer is always 10. Uh, But that's not necessarily the same thing as counting and being accurate with counting. That's one of the things that makes math unique. Math is a whole nother language, like English or like speaking versus writing or reading, uh, math is a different language and what makes math special is that there's always only one right answer. Two plus two is always only going to equal four. And where there might be myriad ways to solve some other problem, Perhaps there's the way of asking a friend for help or fixing it yourself or waiting for an adult to be available. In math, there's only one right answer. The answer is always going to be four. Or there's many ways to write an essay. Sometimes there's multiple correct spellings uh, until you learn which spelling pertains to which usage of a word. But in math, there's always only one right answer. And we want children to be comfortable with this. You're going to make a lot of mistakes in math, and we want children to be comfortable making mistakes. And the Montessori classroom is one of those places where it's okay to make mistakes. We all make mistakes all day long. We learn from those mistakes. Sometimes we make the same or a similar or a different mistake again. We might not make one mistake and get it right the next time. But it's okay to make mistakes, and we learn from those mistakes, and we move on. Just because we made a mistake doesn't mean we sit with the mistake and it's comfortable, nor do we punish ourselves because we made a mistake. We make mistakes, we fix it, we move forward. And the same is true in the math area. You might add 2 plus 2 and get 5. It's okay to make that mistake, but you're wrong. 2 plus 2 is 4. And so we want a child to be comfortable with both of those pieces. And they're going to learn that not in math, but in the various materials that they have available to them. There's a material called the cylinder block where there's ten holes with ten cylinders that fit exactly in those holes and you could put all the cylinders back in one spot bigger than it belongs and they'll fit but you'll have one left over at the end and you'll have one empty hole. This is one of those times where there's only exactly one right answer. There's only exactly one right way to get this all back on the shelf exactly the right way. And so we want a child to be really comfortable with that. Sometimes you might not be able to get the right answer right away, but you can ask a friend, you can figure it out yourself, you can wait for a teacher to be available. And all of these are important internal skills for a child to have before they get to math. It's a benefit to being in a multi-age classroom because even before you're ready for the concept of thousand or you're ready for the concept of fractions or of division, you hear these words being used. You hear children working with these materials, 1,417 plus 2,892. You hear words like changing or 10th. And you might not be ready for these concepts, but you can dust those materials and you can sit and observe a group and you can hear these words being used. And so just because a child is not being shown direct preparations in the math area does not mean they're not getting ready for math. They're exposed to math principles all the time. Not only are they learning through this osmo- osmosis of being in an environment where this language is being used, this foreign language is being used around them, so they're being exposed to this new vernacular, they're also being exposed to mathematical principles. For instance, volume. Anytime they're pouring, They're being exposed to volume when they're doing flower arranging and they pour a larger pitcher of water into a smaller vase and it overflows the vase. That's a mathematical principle. They don't need to know the formula for volume or that that's a cylindrical vase and how to factor um, the different equations that are required for knowing the volume of water, but they are experiencing mathematical principles. They're experiencing geometry in Material, the geometry cabinet in the sensorial area, or uh, activities that are a physical representation of algebra. The binomial and trinomial cubes are physical representations of algebraic equations. So they're working with mathematical principles all the time. Even something as simple as setting the table, one-to-one correspondence. There are four members of our family. We're setting the table with four napkins and four plates and four forks and four cups. All of these are mathematical principles. So just because we're not working on counting doesn't mean we're not exploring with math. So the Math area can wait for a while in order for all of these skills to be ready. For the manual dexterity to be ready, for a child to work with tenths and ninths, all those tiny pieces in the fractions material. For the task persistence to be ready to count the entire thousand chain in one sitting. For the friendliness with error that ability to say, yep, I made a mistake. It's wrong and I can fix it. As adults, we sometimes have trouble with that. Either I'm wrong or we can fix it. We can't be comfortable with both sides of those, but we want children to be really, really comfortable with that so that they know I did make a mistake and I know how to find the solution and perhaps I'll remember to do it right the next time. We want children to be comfortable with all of this before we get to math so that math can be a joyful new experience, so that it can be play and a wonderful, exciting new language and not something unpleasant or painful or as an adult if they're feeling like, oh, that's something I'm just bad at. I don't do well at word problems or I don't do well at fractions. There's no reason for children to feel poorly about math or reading or any other concept and part of the way we set children up for success is through waiting until they're exactly ready for this new experience thanks for listening follow us on facebook twitter tumblr and instagram at bondec and email us with comments questions and suggestions at hello at bondec.org until next time